Greetings, friends. Good morning. I hope you're well. Thanks for joining me. Today, uh, we are looking for some wisdom, some encouragement uh, to start our week, uh, as we have been doing for uh, several years now. Today, we are looking at Psalms 28 and 29, and we're looking at Proverbs 19. Uh, Psalms 28 and 29 is pretty typical. You know, it's David crying out and uh, reminding us that the Lord is the one who can be our shield, who can be our protection, who can be our hope. And there's really no peace. There's no security. There's no hope of any kind to be found outside of him. And Proverbs 19 is a continuation of a contrast between good and evil. Uh, but in this one, one of the things that really pops out a lot is this warning against those who bear false witness. Warning against those who would bear false witness. We live in a time of great perplexity, uh, great deception. Um, you know, people want to know what I think about what's going on uh, in the Ukraine right now with Ukraine and Russia. And the truth is, is I don't have any close connections to the Ukraine or family in the Ukraine. And I don't, I haven't spent any time in the Ukraine uh, or with the Ukrainian people. So I don't really know what's going on over there. And see, here's the, here's the thing. Well, here's what I do know. What I do know is that the whatever's coming out of the talking heads, uh, the morons who sit in front of a camera and tell you what you are to believe about everything, I know that that's lies. That much I do know. Uh, the media, and this is true for the Western media, uh, you know, the American media, the European media, and yes, even the Russian media, they exist for one purpose, and it's not to inform you. It's not to give you news. Uh, so here's a wake-up call if you don't realize that. Their whole existence is to do one thing, and that is to push state-ran propaganda. That's, the, that's the, its only purpose. There was a time when there was free press in the United States, and it, and it existed for the purpose of balancing and keeping the people informed against propaganda but that's not the case anymore so people ask me well have you seen this headline have you seen that headline i'm like yes i've seen the headline but i don't know how much of it's true and how much of it's made up and how much of it's taken out of context i don't know i just don't know and so i'm not quick to have an opinion about things that i can't confirm or can't i mean even the, even these Christian podcasts and uh, people who have good intentions and who love Jesus, a lot of them are just regurgitating headlines, right? It's like, well, I'll go to this Christian person. He's a trustworthy person to get the truth. Well, if he's just, if that person or that team of people is just regurgitating what's being written by the propagandist, then there's still no truth in it. So the truth is, is I don't know. Here's what I do know. What I do know is there's a great shakening happening right now 
and we've we've read out of Hebrews many times this year, and it's really a theme for this whole year. And that is, there's a great shakening, and everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And the only thing that will remain will will remain is those things which cannot be shaken, which is the things of God and the people of God. That much I can say with confidence. And so with that backdrop, let's open up our hearts, let's open up our minds, let's remember who's on the throne. Let's remember who can provide you with peace and security and protection even in the midst of judgments. And let's take comfort in that. Psalm 28 and 29. Let's begin. King James Bible. Unto thee will I cry, O Lord my rock. Be not silent to me. Lest if thou be silent to me, I become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee, when I lift up my hands towards thy holy oracle. Draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity, which speak peace to their neighbors, but mischief is in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands. Render to them their desert. Because they regarded not the words, or they regarded not the works of the Lord, nor the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song will I praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointed. Save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also, and lift them up forever. Psalm 29 Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth, the Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve, and discovereth the forest, and his temple doth every one speak of his glory. The Lord sitteth upon the flood, yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace.
that is the end of our psalms this morning. Let me read to you a short commentary from Matthew Henry uh, on Psalm 29. I'm just going to read part of his commentary. Here's what he says. Because you have the voice of the Lord doing all these things, right? Causing fear and and it, it, he's dividing the flames of the fire and he's he's doing all these things. Here's what Matthew Henry says. The fear caused by these effects of divine power should remind us of the mighty power of God, of man's weakness, and the defenselessness and desperate condition of the wicked in the day of judgment. I'm going to continue on, but that's an important line. He's associating this psalm with a psalm about judgment. And he's saying, if you're not, if you're not, you know, God's, like if you don't belong to him, if you're not trusting in him, if you're not taking refuge in him, there's a great reason for you to be afraid because, number one, you're weak in the presence of God, as is every man. And number two, you're, defense, you're completely defenseless. You have no defense in the day of judgment. But the effects of the divine word upon the souls of men under the power of the Holy Spirit are far greater than those of thunderstorms in the natural world, in the nature world. Thereby, the stoutest are made to tremble, the proudest are cast down, the secrets of the hearts are brought to light, sinners are converted, the savage, the sensual, and unclean become harmless, gentle, and pure. If we have heard God's voice and have fled for refuge to the hope set before us, let us remember that the children not need fear their father's voice when he speaks in anger to his enemies. While those tremble who are without shelter, let those who abide in his appointed refuge bless him for their security, looking forward to the day of judgment without dismay, safe as Noah in the ark. Let's look for some wisdom out of chapter 19 of the book of Proverbs. King James Bible. Let's begin. Better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Also that the soul be without knowledge, it is not good. And he that hasteth with his feet sinneth. The foolishness of man perverteth his ways, and his heart fretteth against the Lord. Wealth make many friends, but the poor is separated from his neighbor. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. Many will entreat the favor of the prince, and every man is a friend to him that giveth gifts. All the brethren of the poor do hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? He pursueth them with words, yet they are wanting to him. He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. Please note, that's the second time that line has been used. 
The first time it says a false witness in verse 5 shall not be unpunished. He that speaketh lies shall not escape. And then again in verse 9, a false witness shall not be unpunished. And he that speaketh lies shall perish. So the whole this proverb is trying to point out that if you lie, if you're a liar, and if you're bearing false witness, there's you're not going to escape. There's there's severe punishment due to you. Verse ten: Delight is not seeming for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. Discretion of a man deferreth his anger, and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. The king's wrath is as a roaring of a lion, but his favor is as dew upon the grass. A foolish son is the calamity of his father, and a contentious and the contentions of a wife for continual dropping. Houses house and riches are inheritances of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. Slothfulness that is a laziness. Cast us into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. He that keepeth the commandment keepeth his own soul, but he that despises his ways shall die. He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given he will pay him again. That's an important line. It's, it's this idea of you reap what you sow, and God cares when you use your resources to care for those in need, and he views it as though you're lending to him, and basically God will be a debtor to no one, right? He that hath pity upon the poor, let me read it again, he that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given he will pay him again. Verse 18, Chasten thy son while there is, time, while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. Again, an important verse that's, and a, and a principle that seems to be completely ignored in our culture today. Foolishly so. What the proverb is saying here is discipline your children while there's still time. While there's still hope. Because you're going to get to the point, we've all seen the kid, right? Who's just completely out of control in the shopping center and the mom's yelling. and there's, It's gotten so out of control that at this point... That parent will never be able to rein that child in. They've let them rule the house. They've let them be in charge. They've let them have their way for so long that now there's just no correcting it. It's, it's too far. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I've seen the kids and I'm thinking, you ain't never turning that one around. The proverb is saying, do it while there's hope, while there's time, right? And let not their... And let not thy soul spare for his crying. Right? It's better that he's crying now and being corrected than the tragedy of what this child's life is going to become because you didn't love your kid enough to discipline him. Plain and simple. Verse 19, A man of great wrath shall suffer punishment. For if thou deliver him, yet thou must do it again. Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The desire of a man is his kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. Again, what's the theme of this proverb, right? 
lying and judgment according to lying. He's saying it's better to be poor than to be a liar. Verse 23, the fear of the Lord tendeth to life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. A slothful man, lazy man, hideth his hand in his bosom and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Smite a scorner, and the simple will beware. Reprove one that hath understanding, and he will understand knowledge. He that wasteth his father and chases away his mother is a son that causeth shame and bringeth reproach. Cease, my son, to hear the instruction that causes to err from the words of knowledge. An ungodly witness scorneth judgment, and the mouth of the wicked devoureth iniquity. Judgments are prepared for scorners and stripes for the backs of fools. That, my friends, is the end of Proverb 19. Well, I hope that this has helped you start your week in the right way, with some wisdom, some encouragement from God's Word. I hope I didn't taint it with my own commentary, but I hope it's spoken to you and pierced your hearts and that it's causing you to draw closer to God. I want to thank all of you for listening. May you be blessed this week. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.